test this because remember I threw my mic last time, so I don't know if it remember hit the wall really hard. Oh yeah, you did. I forgot <laughs> about that. <laughs> bam, bam. <laughs> so let's see if this works. Hello. Do you know what song I'm singing? Absolutely not. Okay. Hi guys. Welcome to Grab Bag Podcast. I am Rachel. And I'm Riley. And uh uh this week we're doing shitty movies I like. Which I don't know how really I'm gonna do this because you've seen this movie, right? Yes I have. Okay. So I think we'll just have to go through this plot and I'll talk about why people don't like it and why mm-hmm. in my rewatching I was like, Oh, maybe this is a shitty movie. <laughs> you were going off your dreams? Not your dreams, sorry. Your memory off of what this movie looked like when you were, like, eight and- it, No, there's- it looks exactly the same. Everything I knew- I knew everything about it. Like, it wasn't that. It's just, like, I was rewatching and I was like, oh, this dialogue sucks. Oh, wow, that's not how physics works. Uh, so, quick update. Real quick, uh, a lot of our friends have started, I don't know, listening to our podcast, but at least started following the podcast on Insta, so we almost have 300 followers. Woo! Yeah. That's cool. Thank you guys if you're listening. If not, I'm about to send you all DMs and be like, so, do you actually listen to my podcast or do you just follow me uh, for the for the fuck of it? Let me see. How many followers do we have? We have 231 followers. 231. And one of our friends, one of our followers sent us their Disney Plus account. <laughs> Which I think is the funniest thing. I haven't responded to her message, but Nia, you you sweetheart. We haven't logged into it yet. No. You you absolute You didn't have to do that. Sweet child. You didn't have to do that. But now we're gonna watch High Now we're gonna end up watching High School Musical the Musical the series. And compare it to High School Musical the prequel the musical. (laughs) Um, another thing guys is that people were uh a lot of people got really upset over the uh the Sylvia Likens episode, the true crime episode. Oh, yeah. If there is an episode with a topic that you don't like, like if you're not into fanfic, one of my friends says they're not really into fanfic, so they kind of skip through it. That's totally okay. If you're not a true crime person, please don't force yourself to listen to the true crime yeah. episodes because you're not going to have fun. No. You're you're going to be upset, and I'm, I am I don't want to upset you. You're my friends. Like, yeah. It's okay to skip those episodes. I'm not going to be mad. I'm going to be like, yeah, do what's best for you, dude. You're even listening yeah. at all? That makes me happy as I can be. Like, that's as happy as I've never been. <laughs> but oh I'm rimshot. Okay. Anyway, so the uh, let's get on with this episode. The movie I'm doing this week is 2004 Halle Berry Catwoman. Insert stupid applause here. Uh, so Halle Berry Catwoman is the only standalone Catwoman film in the DC vernacular. And the first thing I want to say about this movie is what the fuck is this cast? What do you mean? There are so many big ass names in this goddamn movie that was awful. Halle Berry won a Razzie. What? What happened? What do you mean? Oh yeah, what happened? Okay. I was like, what do you mean? Halle Berry won a fucking Razzie for this for bad acting. Poor Halle Berry. No, and then apparently if you talk to her about it, people come up to her and they're like, no, we thought you were good in Catwoman, blah, blah, blah. We love Catwoman. And she's like, you should think it's bad. Even Halle Berry thinks it's bad. But just to name a few people who are in it, 
Um, Francis Conroy from fucking American Horror Story is in it. Do you know who that is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, she's really bad in it. She's really bad in it. Francis Conroy. And she looks really young. It's just she's really bad in it. Like, I, I was watching it and I'm like, why isn't Francis Conroy good? <laughs> like, I think, I think her type is old lady and she wasn't old enough to be the old lady yet. <laughs> Awful, Rachel. No, like the acting. That's her acting type is the senile or like the 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 the, the witch from American Horror Story from yeah. the seasons. That's I think her's her best role in American Horror Story with the shitty red hair that's not her own or whatever. But Sharon Stone's also in it, and I don't think you know who Sharon Stone is. I do not. Let me pull her up on Google real quick because you might recognize her face. But Probably. Sharon Stone's a big name actress. Obviously, Halle Berry is the lead of this. Like. Allie fucking Barry, uh, Benjamin Bratt, who's in a lot of shit, and then also uh, Alex Borstein's in this. Do you know who Alex Borstein is? I can't name you any credits, but it sounds familiar. Alex Borstein is, a lot of people know her for Family Guy. She's the voice of Lois, the redhead mom. Oh. But that also means she is the Ungermeyer in the Lizzie McGuire movie. Side note. I loved the Lizzie McGuire movie, and when I went to Rome, I was like, this is exactly what's going to happen. My life is going to be like Lizzie McGuire's life, and it wasn't. And see, I went to Spain in the 8th grade. That's Sharon Stone. Mm -hmm. I went to Spain in the 8th grade, and that's Lizzie McGuire goes to Rome in the end of her 8th yeah. grade year, and I went with my best friend, who I was in love with, and she went with her best friend, who was in love with her. Yeah. I mean, I guess she was kind of in love with him, too. Whatever. Gordo is a whatever. weird topic. Uh, but I went to Spain... <laughs> Are we really talking about the Lizzie McGuire universe? A little bit. A little bit. Lizzie McGuire Cinematic Universe. Um, I went, <laughs> the LMCU, if you will. <laughs> if you will. If you so choose. Um, so I went to Spain, so and choose. I had this same exact, like, kind of setup. And I was rooming with another girl, and her that girl's brother was rooming with the boy I was in love with. And, like, it was just... Weird it, situation. It was so... I thought I was... And I was a singer. I wasn't a good singer, but I was a singer. <laughs> and I thought, like, this is it. This is when I get the Isabella and I become an international pop star. <laughs> like Lizzie McGuire did. In the Lizzie McGuire cinematic movie. In the Lizzie movie. McGuire movie. And I'll get to kiss my best friend at the end. And you know what happened? None, None of that. that. I came home and my parents <laughs> and got <sad>. divorced. <laughs> Jokes, jokes, jokes. <laughs> okay. So Catwoman 2004. Not exactly the Lizzie McGuire Cinematic Universe experience that you were hoping for. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so Catwoman came out in 2004. I saw this movie seven times in theaters. Seven times in theaters. Seven? Yes. Mom took me to this movie. <laughs> seven, seven times? <laughs> Don't you think after the third time she's like, Oh, so please. I, I was, Rachel, please. I'm actually very shocked she didn't just send me in there alone and wait outside of, like, a book or something. Because we went and saw this movie seven times in theaters. Oh, Jesus. And partially, it's because this movie was, like, one of those movies that you watch as a kid, and then you look back and you're like, I was a homosexual. I am so in love with Halle Berry and Catwoman. It's not even funny. I learned how to run in heels. Look at heels. her smolder, though. No, Halle Berry is so beautiful throughout this entire movie. Even yes. before she does her, like, glow up in the middle of it where she cuts off all yeah. her hair. She is beautiful. Her teeth are distractingly perfect. Yeah. Distractingly perfect. I was staring at them a lot. Anyway, I also learned how to run in heels because of this movie. Like, this movie... 
Ooh, ooh. Okay, so let's get to some notes I have about this movie. Um, for those of you who don't know, this whole plot of uh, Halle Berry Catwoman is she works. She's an artist who works in the art department for an advertising firm. Not, oh, not for an advertising firm, for a uh, cosmetics company. And uh, she's supposed to do this big project for their new launch. And their new launch is this cream they've been working on for years. And the cream is is just straight poison. If you stop using it, your skin like just it turns into ash. It just disintegrates. But if you use it for a long time, it's like live in marble. That is a line Sharon Stone says. Sharon Stone is the wife of the like head of the company, the founder of the company. And, like, their model for, like, 15 years or something. And they're just kicking her out to get a new fresh face because she turned 40. So, in the beginning, Halle Berry's uh, art is rejected. Yeah. Halle Berry's art is rejected by the CEO or the head guy. His name's it's something like Haver. Havard. It's, it's, it's an Havard? Havard. How would you spell that, Rachel? H-A-V-A-R-D. I was expecting a J. No, it's it's something like that. It's like it's like Haver. It's I think it's Haver. I'm I'm just I literally watched the movie less than an hour ago. <laughs> okay. Um but so her artwork gets rejected and he gives her until midnight to redo it and while she's redoing it in her apartment. Also, this movie's kind of set in it should be set in Gotham because Halle uh Catwoman's part of the yeah. DC cinematic universe, which is Batman, it's Superman, Batman, all that. And it's never said where it's it looks like New York, but also I'm pretty sure Gotham is based on New York. Yeah. I think Gotham it... is based on a large metropolitan city. Yeah. And Gotham and New York are probably the exact same thing. So she, it's probably in Gotham, but it's never strictly said where they are, but it, it's New York. Also, can we talk about the deadline? Having only it's... like less than a day to like yeah, because fix apparent... all of it? Well, yeah, because of like, he just didn't like the red that she used. He was like, this is not the red I wanted. I distinctly said, sir, I think, yeah, well, I remember you saying, no, I didn't say that. And, like, she's all, like, meek and mild. So she's like, oh, okay, I I, I did it wrong. It's okay. And he was just going to, like, fire her. And Sharon Stone's there in the meeting. And she's like, give him an, give her another chance. She's talented and you know it. This, that's, like, verbatim almost. <laughs> she's talented and you know it. Literally. She's so talented. She's, she's talented and you know it. Give her another chance. Absolutely not. <laughs> so. Just fire Halle Berry. This wouldn't have happened. So, she's painting it, and there's a cat on her windowsill, and she's like, what the fuck? And then when she looks again, the cat's gone, and she looks out her window, and it's, like, stuck on the side of her building. So she climbs out the window to go rescue this cat, and she almost falls and dies, but this police officer, who is Benjamin Bratt, or Pratt, Benjamin, whatever, that beautiful Benjamin, man. Ginger Gingivitis. Gingivitis brat. Gingivitis um, beret. Gingivitis <laughs> <Raspberry> beret. <laughs> the kind you find at a second hand store. That song's about sex. Raspberry beret. Anyway, um, <laughs> he saves her and they start falling in love and they go on dates and shit. And Alex Borstein's her coworker who's like, wear the leather suit we got you for her bir- for your birthday. And she's like, no, I could never. And then she looks hot in the leather suit. But she hasn't, yeah, she hasn't worn it till later, Riley. Fuck. You haven't watched the movie in years. Stop trying to tell people what it's about. Fuck. Anyway, so when she tries to go deliver the fucking artwork, she finds out that uh, Beoline, the product, it makes you, like, a zombie. It makes you a bad, it makes you fucking ugly. And so they over, they see her overhearing, and they chase her, and they flush her out of pipe, filled with a bunch of biomedical shit. 
and she dies, and the cat, who she had tried to save, um, breathes life into her and makes her a cat woman. And so the next morning, like, she, 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 she stumbles home, whatever, and the next morning, she goes to find, uh, who this cat belongs to, which is the Frances Conroy character, and, like, it's the only, like, cottage-looking house. Like, up-looking house in the middle of this huge metro. It's up. It's beginning of up, it's where up. they build everything around him, and <laughs> he just has this little old town, this little, this little, um, cottage-looking house in the middle of this metropolitan high-rise, whatever. Where are your balloons? Super out of place, and you're like, ah, a lesbian cat lady obviously lives there. And she does. And she does. She has, like, 40 <laughs> cats, and I watched the behind-the-scenes shit, and they had to train all those cats. Yeah. Cat time. Apparently 90% of the cats in the movie aren't CGI, are real trained cats. I love cats so much. Whatever. So she brings- Cats are so good. She brings this fucking breath of life cat named Midnight back to Francis Conroy. Francis Conroy's like, uh, cool. So, uh, whatever. Throws some catnip at her. She freaks out. And she's like, I gotta leave. And they're like, okay, that's Midnight. It's an Egyptian Mao. Which was named because cats meow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We love the Egyptians. Um, ah. Egypt comes up a lot in this fucking movie. Like, the, every like, time really? something happens, they have to make a point of saying, oh, that's from Egypt. Don't read my notes. I'm, I can't read. I literally am just looking at the words. Anyway. <laughs> I look at the words, um, but I'm not retaining since, any information. Since I'm, just my, since I'm going over this plot anyway, I might as well just go through the notes I have. Uh, Alex Borstein playing feminine is freaking me out. Yeah, okay, so Alex Borstein is also in Maisel, Mrs., The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which mm-hmm. is that super funny series on uh, Amazon Prime. And Mariana and I are watching it right now, and uh, she plays Susie, and Susie's kind of this butch. We kind of think Susie might be asexual. We haven't finished season two yet, so don't come at me if I'm wrong. Uh, but she's very butch, like, people always call her a man, and that's kind of the Ungermeyer and Liz McGuire, too, so I mm-hmm. always see Alex Borstein as a more, um, as a harder figure, yeah. whereas in this one, she's all flirty, like, and if I fuck, and if I mess it up, you can throw away the key, like, holding her, like, arms together when she's talking to the cop, whatever, like, fl- openly flirting, and it freaks me out, because I'm like, Alex, please. <laughs> um, bad cat CGI. Yeah, a lot. You can tell when it's CGI cats because it's really bad. When did this movie come out? 2004? 2004, yeah. Yeah, that's it's why. It's 2004 CGI. It's like Polar Express CGI. I um, hate the Polar Express <laughs> purely because of CGI. Not even because the of the uncanny not valley even, of it all. Not even because of the story. Like, the story's boring to me. The story I don't is boring. Care, but I cannot watch that movie the because The story's boring and the there's the that little white Republican kid with the man voice. With the one with the glasses? The one with the glasses. <laughs> the one who's like, why am I getting socks for Christmas? Because like, you're a little shit. you're a little Republican, asshole. Because you're a little shit. Because you're a little shit and you broke in. Oh, we're not talking about Uncanny Valley Express. Um, <laughs> we're not talking. Are you sure we're not talking about Polar <laughs> I don't Express? I want to talk about the Polar that's the next, Express. That's our next topic. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> I refuse to edit an episode no. about the uncanny, un- uh, the uncanny express. <laughs> That's it. That's We're it. We're just dead inside. Right. We haven't even got to the third note. This is the second note, and we're already dead. Yeah. Okay. My third note just says LMAO Gotham or NYC. So we already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Okay. One of the reasons I think these most people hate this movie is because there's no real. Like when you go and see a superhero movie, you want them to fight a mega villain. You want yeah. them to fight Thanos. You want them to fight the Joker, or even like the anti-hero hero movies. Harley Quinn's doing. I mean, I loved Birds of Prey, but like they have super villains or super anti-heroes or 
super antagonist that they're going after, whereas in this movie, it's kind of just capitalism she's fighting. Capitalism and the beauty industry, because she only really fights Sharon Stone at the end. But I don't, I think that's why people don't really like this movie is because while there's an actual plot and I'm here for it and like you watch Catwoman become herself, it's like the origin mythos. It's a creation of Catwoman rather than her just being like a Batman type where she has no powers. She just is like a gymnast. Uh, I, I just don't think people appreciate that when in their superhero movies, especially since Catwoman's been around since the 50s. Yeah. And like the thing about Catwoman is that people are like, oh, I love Catwoman. And then they see this movie and they're like, oh, Oh, I love the male. I love the male gaze because, ooh, I'll, I'll talk about it in a minute. Uh, okay, yeah, Sharon Stone's dialogue is the worst move in this movie. <laughs> Everything that comes out of her mouth is the stupidest fucking thing. It's like oh, the, no. the minute she opens her mouth, the first time you're like, ah, oh, so this is the villain, because it's yeah. just it's just so poorly written. It's so bad. Um, okay, so now, uh, let me get back to the plot. She leaves the cat lady's house and goes to work, and she's like hours and hours late and she didn't end up delivering the artwork so it cuts to her being yelled at by the head boss the head man just at her desk like okay um and she stands up and is like no i'm sorry that i worked for the most egotistical manipulative asshole whatever she gives him some low-spoken three-sentence speech that he goes and like walks off at after firing her and which alex borstein stands up and goes my hero and everyone in the office claps. Like, there's no way he is out of earshot yet. Everyone is getting fired. Also, who claps in real life when anything, like, major, like, that happens, you know? I mean, like, I'm sure if I had an egotistical dictator of a boss and someone said that shit and I wasn't afraid of, you know, repercussions, I would also. But it's like, y'all, she just got fucking fired. Fired, fired. So, whatever they she packs up all her shit, and she and Alex Borstein are walking to her apartment, and Alex Borstein and her are looking at this necklace in a jewelry store window. Yeah, you know what exactly what I'm talking about, so I'm making that face. Mm-hmm. And Alex Borstein <laughs> faints, because apparently one of the side effects of Beoline is headaches and fainting. Like, those are the early side effects that the scientist said he could live with. Um, and so they take her to the hospital, and she's like, I have a hot doctor. Anyway, go get your man, because she was supposed to go on a date with the cop who saved her. But then because she slept through it because she died the night before, uh, she has to go make it up to him. And so she he's talking to an elementary school class in an elementary school. And she just shows up. And my bullet point here just says, how did she get into an elementary school? They don't allow you to just walk in. And also, this is post 9-11. In what is basically New York City. During it, the day? During the day. And if it's Gotham... They have villains. If it's New York, they had 9-11. They don't let you just walk into elementary school classrooms when you don't have a child in that class. Or a reason to be there. Like, he's a cop. Unless you're a cat be... woman. But she's not cat woman. Unless you're hot cat woman. She hasn't Hallie even cut Barry. her hair yet. <laughs> she is still Patience Phillips. <laughs> I forgot that's what her name was. PP. She's a PP person. <laughs> Your in town is our most under listened to episode, by the way, according oh, to all the no! statistics. <laughs> oh no! I love that episode. I love pee pee jokes. 
I think it's because we made so many We made too jokes. many PP jokes. But guess what? They're returning, y'all! Hello, PP. Patience Phillips, the Catwoman of my dreams. More like... Slurp. <laughs> that was so loud! <laughs> ASMR. That was so loud! Please! You're gonna have to edit this. <laughs> You're gonna have to hear this. It doesn't bother me. Your sniffling bothers me. <laughs> it took me two hours to get through this movie, guys. <laughs> and you know what? No longer she is Catwoman. She's a PP. Anyway. Anyway. So then she, uh, she, uh, he, he accepts her apology because she, she brings him coffee with the word sorry written on it. And uh, she beats him at basketball because one of the kids is like, one-on-one. And the, the, the detective's like, with her? And he's like, yeah. And then she she is cat and like an agile. And my, my note here just says, sensual basketball playing in front of children. Because they're like really touchy. And then she lands on him, like straddling him. Is that allowed? I don't... Is that allowed? I don't think that's allowed. The kids are just like... The kids are all having sexual awakenings. No, it's more like... Can these adults give us back our basketball? Literally, set? after she catches <laughs> the ball, please, when she lands, please, when she lands, straddling him after she catches the ball, one, one of the kids is like, "Can we have our ball back?" <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 It's my favorite part of that scene. It's not. It's not. It's the, the most realistic part of this entire movie. It's not the close up on Halle Berry's butt as she's playing basketball. Cause fuck the male gaze. Fuck this director. His name's like Petrov or something. Petrov. Petrov. Something like that. He's very French and he's an asshole. And I'm done with him. But like, that's the most realistic part of this movie. Is can we have our can we have a barbac? Can we have a can we have a barber? Can we have our ball back? Can we have our ball back? Some, like, 12-year-old, like... Halle Berry probably holding it above her head, like... She is holding it above her head. She lands on him, straddles him, after making a slam dunk. She catches the ball, it's above her head, and the kid's like, can we have our ball back? And she lowers it to her chest and bounces him at... Bounces it at him. Bounces him. Bounces it at him. Bounces the child. Bounce, just bounce that child. Just... <laughs> Me when I was a baby... Okay. So then... <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't get over... Can we have my ball back? <laughs> uh, it's just... It's just... It's just Catwoman, the PP person, holding the ball above her head like she's like a gymnast who just, like, stroke a landing. That... Stroke a landing? Is it striked? What is Struck. it? Struck. Like a gymnast that just struck a landing. You done being stupid. <laughs> okay. Um, so let's continue. Uh, so that, he asks her on another date and she's like, well, I can't tonight, but maybe later. And she goes home and cuts the shit out of her hair uh, with two scissors, two different pairs of scissors, one in each hand. And A, who is that ambidextrous? And B, my note says, uh, who has two pairs of scissors that they can even find? Me? Scissors go missing so often. But do you have two pairs of hair scissors? No, I don't have hair scissors. I yeah, don't have normal she, scissors. She has, like, the like clip. Clippers. She has, like, she has like hair scissors. Also, hear me out. L- finding left-handed scissors are really hard. I don't think she's using left-handed scissors. I think she's using two pairs of right-handed scissors, but one's in her left hand. You can't cut le- with your left hand. It's it's extremely hard. Yeah. So, like, that really, doesn't mean that that, like, side sucks. is... This movie sucks. 
so lopsided. This movie sucks. It's an, she cuts her hair into a Kate Gosselin haircut. And then dyes it a little bit lighter. And honestly, I prefer dark hair on Halle Berry. Yeah. The, like, the like orangey bleached hair it sucks. It sucks. Anyway. But the short hair? Short hair? Hot. Long hair? Hot. And she pulls Halle out- Halle Berry? Hot. <laughs> oh, she does this because she silences the people next door who are, like, annoying her. And she kicks down their door and, like, sprays- uh, their water into their speakers and shit because they had been loud forever and she was like fucking done with it. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's a dumb little plot point. Um, and then she puts on the leather thing that her friends bought her for her birthday and steals a motorcycle and drives to that jewelry store and sees that two men are robbing it. And so she goes in and kicks their asses and the third man comes out and he kicks, she kicks her his ass too and then steals everything they're stealing including the necklace she had been looking at earlier. Um, women having to fight in heels trope. I hate it. And then I was watching the behind the scenes. Halle Berry did her all her own stunts. So while some of the flips weren't real and were CGI, there's a part in this scene where she rolls backwards off her neck into a backflip and kicks someone with her legs as she's backflipping. And I saw her do that in the behind the scenes thing. And I was like, what the fuck? Halle Berry can kick my ass. Figuratively and literally. I'm, I, was, I was so amazed. I was literally like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? And she studied a certain kind of, like, martial arts for it. And I'm like, this movie could have been so fucking good. It just needed a better writer, it needed a better director, and it needed a better costume designer. But we'll get to the costume designer, because I got words for that man. I didn't write down his name, but I have words for him. Alright. Um... So, the next scene is the cops investigating the break-in, and of course, it's our Benjamin Bratman, and, um, the necklace she had been looking at in the window with Alex Borstein, uh, is missing, and they make a point to say, one of a kind, from Egypt. Egypt isn't that important right now. Like, and it's not even that Egypt is that important, it's that, like, they're using this culture to justify all this shit, but I'm like, eh. Without any credit to that cult, like it's, like it's it's ridiculous. Dumb. It's dumb. Ugh. Okay. And then she leaves. She wakes up and she's like, "Fuck! I stole this jewelry." She puts it all in a bag except for that one ugly necklace, and leaves it in the lobby of the broken into, fucking uh, jewelry store with cupcakes. And the word "sorry" is written on the bag. Um. And whatever, she makes that necklace into her claws. The, the, the links on it were claw-shaped, and so she makes it into her claws. Woo-woo-woo! Uh, my next note just says, God, I want a cat. So, you know, deal with that. Uh, Frances Conroy isn't good in this. So she goes back to Frances Conroy's house, and Frances Conroy explains how the mouths are from Egypt, and they have, they're blessed by the goddess Bath, and, um... So Midnight get granted her extra life and saw that she was going to die. It knew her fate and tested her by making her crawl out on that ledge. But honestly, it felt like Midnight was trying to kill her. Knowing full well that Midnight could bring her back to life as Catwoman. Or a Catwoman. Because apparently there's multiple. Midnight was trying to kill this bitch. Midnight was like, mm. Midnight was like, mm. Perish. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> <This is> Obama. <laughs> Then perish. <laughs> then perish. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, Tumblr memes. Wow. Okay. So, uh, and then she was, Halle Berry's like, how do you know all this? And she was like, I was a 
I was a college professor for 20 years, but then I got fired after they wouldn't grant me tenure. And she said something about males in academia being like that. And I was like, she do be making points about males in academia, though. She do be making them points. She do be making them points, though. Um, so Midnight Testing Rose Midnight trying to kill her, very obviously. Uh, and then she gives her a fucking face mask. That's a cat mask, just with the eyes cut out. And the next scene is Halle Berry sitting on the roof talking to Midnight about like, okay, fine, Midnight, but someone tried to kill me and I need to figure out why. And it was you. No. No, not, no. Well, no. it was Midnight, yeah, but she, midnight. She, she still, they think it's a test. Midnight tested her, quote unquote. But okay. Honestly, yeah. Midnight mm. trying to kill her was me. That's what Rachel Robbins says. Also, uh, Halle Berry wears the ugliest pair of flats in this movie. The entire movie. Every time she's not in heels, she is in the ugliest pair of flats I've ever seen. That makes me sad, not gonna lie. And I'm like, I honestly hate that. I hate it so much. And so the next scene is her with the cutout. She's walking, and she did all her cutouts with, yeah, it's to to music. Walking on the rooftops uh, in her new cutout jumper. Um, so the next scene is, uh, the bodyguards who, f- or one of the bodyguards who, uh, flushed Halle Berry down the pipes is going to a nightclub. And Halle Berry stalks him there and then becomes a the center of attention. And my whole note here says, but why, like, but, like, why does he go to this nightclub, though? Oh, I forgot about this scene. Yeah, and then she whips him and she tells him, like, I was the one you flushed down the pipes and knocks him unconscious and finds out that, uh, she was flushed down the pipes because she learned that, uh, Violina's poison. So, oh, and also at the bar, she orders a white Russian, hold the vodka, hold the Kahlua, and hold the something else, and the guy's just like, all right, cream, straight up. And I used to think that was the smartest thing as a kid. Why? Because she she knew this drink, and all she did was order the milk of it. Ha, 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 ha. That's so smart. Just say you want milk. Yeah, it's cream. Just Just say you want cream. And so you my don't note have here, to say white Russian, but hold, hold, hold all, everything, everything but, but the, the cream. cream. My note here just says, I used to think the white Russian cream thing was so smart. I'm just gay. <laughs> <laughs> and then she did something and I just put, that's not how physics work. Um, Because I, I think she breaks into the house of Sharon Stone and the head of the company. And Sharon Stone this entire time has been pissed because now her husband is obviously cheating on her with the new model who's the face of the company, who's, like, 12. She's not 12. She's, like, 18, but... If you're not 18, then you're 12. If you're not 18, then you're 12. If you're 17, then you're 12. If you're 16, then you're 12. If you're not 18, then you're 12. Um, she breaks into their, she breaks into Sharon Stone's house and Sharon Stone hits her across the face with a golf club, but then they come to an agreement like, oh, do you know Beoline's poison? And Sharon's like, I don't know shit, man. They kick me out of everything, which is a lie, which is a bold faced lie because she's the one behind everything anyway. And so she goes, Catwoman goes to the Beoline labs and finds the head scientist dead. And then the janitor sees her and reports her as a murderer. And so... Uh, they think she murdered the head scientist, and now she has a pact with Sharon Tate. Not Sharon Tate, fuck. With, uh, Sharon Stone. And Sharon Stone gives her, like, this fucking old-ass Nokia, and was like... Because she asked her, how can I reach you? And Halle Berry's like, I don't have a 
phone because obviously you're not going to give like, hi, this is my patient's fill up home phone number to the head of this company who knows me. <laughs> who you know I work for. You know, no, she got fired, remember? Who I used to who work for. I used for. to work for, my past employer. Uh, and so Sharon Stone gives her her phone, which is, I guess, whatever. Uh, so then the next scene is them in the hospital with Alex Borstein, who's still in the hospital and still raving on about her hot doctor. And, uh, on the str- on the screen comes up- I love flat characters. I know, right? On the screen, on the TV in the room comes up, like, the fact that the head scientist was killed. But she calls him by- Alex Borstein calls him by name. And I put, how do the artists of a beauty company know the head scientist, question mark? Because they call him by, like, his nickname. And I'm like, how did they- You know- plots you know plots not real i guess um and she throws away alex borstein's beauty and cream she's like this shit will kill you bam throws in the biomedical hazard whatever <clears throat> uh so she goes to talk to uh hedare whatever while he's at some like performance and like it's like it's supposed to be like a ballet i would think but they're on like not tight ropes but they're like on bungees the, the, the silk things they're not silk they're, they're, like, strapped in to, like, bungees. And they're not moving out of their own location. They're just going forward and over the stage and then back onto the stage and forward again. And they're in, like, fairy makeup. So I'm like, is this Midsummer just done on bungee cord without words? Because it's just odd music. Whatever. So Halle Berry's Catwoman threatens the man. And then when the cops come in, she jumps onto the stage and runs into the back. And to think, and the, and the performance keeps going while everyone's, while all these cops are fighting her backstage. And to think that they wouldn't stop the performance when she ran on stage and was chased by the cops is bullshit. Like, they kept going this entire time. And I'm like, no, that's an OSHA violation. That's unsafe for your performers. Bullshit. Alright, so she gets, she talks to all these cops. She talks to Benjamin Bratt specifically and like licks his face. And, uh, they get like handcuffed to each other and the dialogue's just, just awful. It's so bad. And then she, 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 uh, she, she slides down this live wire and goes, okay, boys, show of hands. Who here can see in the dark? Which is my favorite thing to quote, honestly. Every time I turn off the lights in the kitchen, I look at Riley and I'm like, okay, boys. Who here can see in the dark? And then I flip off the lights and do the next line, which is the, I can. <laughs> and she escapes. I hate you so much every time you do it. Yeah. Um, it's literally every time. Like, I cannot tell you how many times I've been Rachel. I'm in, I'm in Rachel. I'm in, ki- I'm in, I'm in the kitchen. I'm in the kitchen with Rachel. <laughs> I'm in the kitchen with Rachel. And it's like 12 o'clock at night. And I'm like, I'm going to bed. In our haunted ass in kitchen. In our haunted ass kitchen. And she's like. Show of hands. Show of hands. Who here can see, see in the, the dark? dark? And then she flips off the lights. I'm like, Rachel, this isn't... This isn't that. This isn't... This isn't... You're not Catwoman, Rachel! <laughs> you I'm, live in Texas! I'm really not Catwoman. I'm really not Catwoman. Um, But so earlier... You're just gay! Correct. Earlier <laughs> earlier in the, uh, in the movie, Benjamin Bratt had tested uh, the sari on the bag against the sari on her cup. And the handwriting analysis guy was like, so these are two distinctly different human beings. And which is good enough for Benjamin Bratt. So then they go on a sushi date. Right, like, right after this, right? And she eats a bunch of tuna, and he tells her she's pretty. And then, um, there's a cutscene 
where Sharon Stone is just applying this fucking Beoline to her skin, but she's not, like, dabbing it on. She's, like, putting it on, like, frosting. Not even, like, paint. Like, frosting. And it's just all over her neck. And the poor, the poor little Mexican maid just comes in and is like, Oh, lo siento, señora Gerrago. Or whatever. Heder. Señora Heder. And then leaves. And that's the entire scene. It's literally 20 seconds long of her just putting on cream in this beautiful robe. And the poor lady coming in and saying she's sorry. And then leaving again. And then, What was the reason? What was, what was the, the reason? It's just to show that she uses it not only on her face, but she uses it everywhere. everywhere. And that it's not doing anything to her. Because you don't know that it's supposed to make you, like, marble. People, right now, if you haven't seen the movie yet, you would just think, oh my god, she's going to disintegrate. Because that's what the research had shown. Um, but so they make out really awkwardly, and the sex scene is really weird. Oh yeah, I mm-hmm. forgot about that. Because it's blocked, just laughing at her on his back. I blocked that out of my mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and it's because she wants to tell him that she's Catwoman, but Catwoman's also like being is a persecuted murderer right now, quote unquote. So. so. <laughs> and then he wakes up in the middle of the night and he goes and get a get some water, and then he steps on something, and what he steps on in her carpet is one of the claws, aka one of the pieces of the, the necklace, necklace that is missing. And he picks up a glass that has her lip print on it. And disappears with it. And after he leaves, she wakes up because Sharon Stone's phone is ringing. And she sees a note from him just saying something came up. Be back later, whatever. And uh, it's a video message from Sharon Stone. On a Nokia from 2004. What video quality is there? Absolutely none. My, my, My note says video message. On a Nokia, yeah, in your fucking dreams. That's just a bunch of pixels. Yeah, and whatever. And cursed audio. Yeah, that's sh- not even a video at that <laughs> point. It's just stupid. It's just, it's just, it's just <laughs> bad. It's just bad. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. Uh, she she's summoning Catwoman to her home. Summoning and when, Catwoman, when Catwoman gets to her home. Yeah, when Catwoman gets there. Uh, she finds that she, that Sharon Stone killed her husband and put claw marks all over him and was like- You know what? Good for her. Yeah, and loaded, unloaded a gun into her chest and then calls the police, into his chest, and then calls the police and is like, Catwoman murdered my husband. Because she's like, I knew the secret all along. Nothing will stop Violine. Because apparently her husband didn't know and Halle Berry told him in the dance scene. Before the cop showed up oh. to his box. And so he started looking into it to try and stop it. And Sharon Stone was like, absolutely not, fucko. And so she killed the scientist. She killed her husband. Um, Halle Berry runs into a room, steals her clothes, and leaves as patients. Just, like, out a back window, I guess. I don't know. But when she gets back to her apartment, Benjamin Bratt's waiting there. Because he had taken the lip sample from her home and compared it. And it was a 99.9% match. And he was like, fuck. But him just waiting there in her apartment with his gun out, like, gun straight out. I cannot. Um, and then he goes and, um, interrogates her, and she's like, why don't you trust me? And he's like, I thought I could. Whatever. Stupid. Whatever. Stupid. She's she's crying. She's crying, Y'all went on one date. Mm. Y'all went on, like, two dates. They went on three dates, because there was also a, uh, an amusement park date that I skipped over, because it's just her saving a little boy from a faulty-ass, uh... The cats heard Part me talk two. about Catwoman. <laughs> Dude, they be fighting. Fighting. 
I hate it when mommy and daddy fight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's gonna be blood outside my window. They were going at it. Oh, I'm gonna have to go hose down cat blood tomorrow. Rachel. They heard me talking about Catwoman and they got they got too they got too rowdy. They got excited. Um, yikes. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> Fucking yikes. Also, she saved a boy from a spinny wheel? Yeah, from a ferret like a jank ass Ferris wheel, which reminds me of uh, a joke Jimmy told me once when we were kids. Oh no. So Riley, what's the difference between carny uh carnival workers like carnies and uh, people who work at Disneyland? A criminal record? Carnies don't care if you die. So uh <laughs> There we go. Or they don't get fired if you die. There we go. <laughs> but up, up, up. <laughs> the cat fighting outside my window is so loud, it is coming up on our mics. Yeah. Like, we can hear it. Like, we can literally see it. That's so ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. So they lock her. they lock her in a jail cell, and she's there... And they're going to launch Beoline with her without the husband. Cool. Midnight comes to the bars and uh, she's like, whatever, Midnight, Lassie would have brought me a key. Kisses the cat and then shoves her body through the bars. Because cats can fit anywhere their head yeah. can fit through. Yeah. Because, because their spines be their like spines that. Be like and broken. apparently, because she's Catwoman, she can now do that too. And uh, literally... That's not how bodies work, but okay. My note here I love just says, anatomy. My, my note here just says, where she fits, ellipsis, her body through the bars, ellipsis. Yeah, big old gay moment. Big old gay moment. Honestly, big old gay moment for me, too. And mm -hmm. I wasn't even obsessed mm -hmm. with Catwoman, so mm -hmm. let's be right here. And it's a big old gay moment. It is. And then she escapes, whatever. Um, They go to the launch party, and Benjamin Bratt asks Sharon Stowe to talk to her in her office. And she's like, oh, okay. And they go out to the shipping depot, which apparently they hadn't shipped any of these products until the night of the launch. Which isn't realistic. Yeah, my, uh, Economically. Economically. My note here says, this shipping scene, oh please, stores would have already had it just in their back waiting. It wouldn't be shipped the night of the, uh, the night of the launch. Are you on drugs, LMAO? <laughs> like, That's even if you're only doing it within your work. own city, still. That's not how that works. They have to have the product so they can launch it on, like, oh, And they're like, we have to make this midnight delivery. That is a line. That is lazy exposition thrown in there. So, she fucks up all the trucks, and then uh, Benjamin Bratt figures out. He asks Sharon Stone a bunch more questions, and is like, well, you just told me you did it. And Sharon Stone shoots him in the shoulder. And then he's like, don't kill a cop, lady. You don't want to do that. And she's like, I'm a woman. I've done many things I don't want to do. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this whole fucking movie? I hate this. I hate this. Also, I love it because it's gay trash. But. I think you love it because you're gay trash. I think there's a difference. I think we, we can all. Everyone can be gay trash. Just a little. As a treat. Stop. <laughs> I said that on our last episode and my friend Larry sent me the meme automatically like within a couple hours and I was like, Laryl, thank you. Thank you, Larry. Shout out to Larry who listens to our podcast and also tells Riley she's stupid, which is, you know what? you know what? Correct. Correct. <laughs> 100%. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Halle Berry comes in and saves his life and then she gets chased 
down these corridors by the two henchmen and she uh she disables them whatever disarms them and benjamin bratt's like uh oh it's you it's always been you and she's like i don't know what the fuck you're talking about because she's dressed as Catwoman, and Catwoman apparently is, like, straight up... Catwoman just has amnesia. Straight alter ego. Who is Catwoman? Mm-hmm. I don't know her. Uh, and so she and Star- Sharon Stone get into this actually pretty cool fight. Like, I'm kind of here for the fight. Except, again, they are both fighting in heels. Stop making superheroes fight in heels. Stop it. It is... Let them take them off if you have them in heels. Give us flats. Give us fucking flats. Give us flats. Give us tennis shoes. And if we're not in flats, make the men fight in heels too. This is bullshit. This is how people, especially actually stunt performers and actors get hurt all the time trying to fight in heels. But the male gaze is too strong, so fuck you guys. Stop. If you want us to fight, let us fight. Stop sexualizing us in the meantime. Sexualize us for our strength, not for the goddamn way our thighs look in heels while we're kicking you in the mouth. I hate... Ooh, that unlock mm. whole can of worms up in there. I don't enjoy superhero movies. Nope. Generally, I was kidnapped and taken to um the last two Avengers movies, the uh the 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 Endgame and Endgame and Infinity, Infinity War. War. Which one came first? Infinity War. Infinity War. I when I went and saw Infinity War, a I had no idea what was happening. Uh, b I barely know who these people are i don't know anything about like their stories all i know is what i know about them from like pop culture that i've seen vaguely or like that one time i was i had like 104 fever so i was in and out of consciousness for five hours while my mom was watching thor <laughs> what yeah wait i've never heard this before mom, watched, mom rented <laughs> thor from blockbuster and i've never seen it but i know little bits and pieces because i was asleep on the couch in and out of consciousness sweating out a fever while mom was trying to watch what yeah it's like that one time that we were trying to watch eclipse when we first bought it and i was really sick and i puked everywhere i don't remember that i puked in the hallway i puked in the front room like and i don't remember eclipse no it was new moon i don't remember new moon at all you don't remember new moon new moon's the worst one well i just associated it with vomit so i mean new moon's the worst one in the book as the movies all of it new moon it is a tragedy um anyway uh, I don't like superhero movies, and part of the reason why is because of the complete inaccuracies in how they treat women in those movies. Even the ones they're, tr- even the ones they're like idolizing, which are female superheroes. There, I, I can't deal. I can't fucking deal. I'm done. I'm over it. I'm over men specifically. <laughs> I'm over men trying to write female perspective. Yeah, it's not cute. It's not good. It's like straights trying to write gay. You're going to get something wrong because it's not your experience. And especially if you don't talk to people about it and don't do your research, you're going to be inaccurate and then you're going to make people mad. And by people, I mean me. And everyone else you're fucking offending. Anyway, whatever. Their their cat fight's pretty cool. Um, their cat fight? <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called in the behind-the-scenes documentary. Like, that's that's kind of that's kind of witty. I watched Halle Berry do a backflip in the documentary during this fight scene, too. So, like... Halle Berry Halle can Berry kick, my ass. kick my ass. In the boots. Given they weren't like stiletto heels, they were like, the, the, the heel's a little chonkier, but it's still like a heel. three, four inch heel. That's ridiculous. That's yeah. fucked up. And they were open-toed. Because they talked somewhere in the, yeah, somewhere in the costume part, they talked about like, how she needs paws. No. No. She doesn't. Fuck you. You just wanted to stare at Halle Berry's toes. 
And that's nasty. on you having a foot fetish. I don't want another pretty face. <laughs> I don't want just anyone to hold. I don't want my love to go to waste. I want you and your beautiful soul. Jesse McCartney has a foot fetish. Your beautiful soul. Yeah. Jesse McCartney has a foot fetish. Girl. Girl. Okay. We really got off track, didn't we? So they're fighting, and uh, Halle Berry thinks she knocks out Sharon Stone, and this is where Sharon Stone... Turns into Stone? Is straight up like... She, Halle Berry hits her and is like, what? And Sharon sounds like, yeah. You use Beoline, you stop using Beoline and your skin deteriorates. You use it forever and your skin turns into living marble. I can't feel a thing. And it's like, fuck. Right? So Halle Berry thinks she knocked her out at one point and Sharon Stone stabs her in the thigh with a shard of glass. Which Halle Berry immediately pulls out. And I just put in my notes, in all caps, she pulled out the huge shard of glass from her leg. That's how you bleed out, yo. That's how we lost Steve Irwin, dudes. Because he pulled out the stinger from the... Oh, yeah. yeah. You keep it in You keep it in to staunch bit. the bleeding. So staunch? a medical... Perf- yeah, staunch is a word. I didn't realize the staunch was a word. Sorry. <laughs> staunch. The staunch, staunch the bleeding. So a medical professional can take it out and help you immediately so you don't bleed out. He bled out. I miss you, Steve Rohn, but fuck, dude. You already knew that. Um... Whatever, so Sharon Stone breaks a window and has her pressed out against it with only her, like, gripping on by her hands and, like, the barest of her feet. And Sharon Stone hits her in the stomach and she recoils and looks like she's about to fall out the window. And Sharon Stone says, game over. And Halle Berry says the stupidest line in this whole show, in this whole movie, and goes, guess what? It's overtime. Releases her arms from the window and, like, belly bounces her, like, forces her core back inside that's not how bodies work i literally put no that's dumb then she just flings her body back inside what <laughs> like that's not how any of that works it's uh, uh, i love and I, get I love it. gravity you know like i don't know how cats work but i don't think cats work like that either no i don't think i don't think if you're holding a cat's by his arm and you say game over and then it retaliates <laughs> with its overtime. Not you, that and like goes of his bitch. arms, and then it just bounces back with it, its like chest. I don't think it cat back inside with its stomach. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think Halle Berry's abs are nice, but also like, fuck me, dude. That's not how that works. And then uh, they fight a little more, and Sharon Stone launches out the window and is holding on a little bit, catches the sight of her reflection, which Halle Berry has like scraped off with all her nails, so that she looks like the pictures of the uh, goodness skin disintegration whatever when the skin starts to fall apart because of Beoline and she looks herself in the window and she says help me and reaches out to Halle Berry and it kind of looks like she slips but honestly it's a stronger acting choice to just let go because she'd rather die than be ugly and you know what I relate right to Colleen whatever and then Benjamin Bratt and Halle Berry are like I may not be a hero but I'm definitely not a killer as they watch her body hit the ground from 80 stories up on a on a light on a light fixture, which immediately also goes out as soon as she hits it because she. I rolled my something. eyes so hard that they went back into my body. <laughs> you saw your brain. Saw my brain. What little of it there is. Yeah, I saw the <laughs> tiny peanut brain that I own and thought. Hmm, you saw the monkey playing the symbols in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Just clapping. <laughs> 
it's the one from uh, Phantom, Phantom of the, the Opera. Opera. That, I was I was I was singing Masquerade because that's what it plays. And then Gerard Butler's there with his me, fucked up face. Tell going, me, Masquerade, paper, paper faces. Christine, I love you. Tell me why I thought of also Phineas and Ferb with the monkey and the symbols. I have no idea what you're talking about. Me neither. So, continue on. Another one, like in The Simpsons, where he's playing it and then he slams his symbols down and points out whatever Homer's supposed to be paying attention to. I do not remember this. I I think it's from The Simpsons movie. I do not recall. I, I do not recall. I, I do not Stupid Justin Bieber recall. memes Five years later I do not recall He's married That's so weird he, He's gross He's a gross little rat man Anyway So then it goes to a voiceover Of Halle Berry describing How she's like Alive and free and shit And it's all Actually just a letter She was writing to Benjamin Bratt And it shows that like Alex got her hot doctor Um and all this shit, and it's just her walking, and then Midnight's walking with her, and then she cracks the whip, and the movie's over. Um, and so I watched a documentary afterwards. It was like a 13-minute long behind-the-scenes documentary. It wasn't really big, but um, my notes are, are as follow. Um, I'm over these men directors at Pito. I wrote P-I-T-O-H, but I think it's P-I-T-O-F. I, was, I wrote it after I saw it after a couple minutes because I was mad at him. Um, yeah, I don't give a shit about how you directed this movie. The male gaze was so apparent and was so awful that I was like, you know what? Halle Berry deserved better. Uh, Halle, yeah. Berry te- Halle Berry's teeth were distractingly perfect. Even in interviews, I was like, I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Yeah. Okay, here's where I'm going to fight the Catwoman costume directors. Okay. Because they were talking about how... And Halle Berry even mentioned how no incarnation of Catwoman has ever worn the same, worn the same costume. Mm-hmm. It always changes from Eartha Kitt to, uh, what's her name? What's her name? What's her name? Mrs. Von Tussle in Hairspray, the movie. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. God, God. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer, and even, like, Anne Hathaway in the newer movies, which apparently people still didn't like that incarnation, whatever. I think people just hate Anne Hathaway. Um, that's it. You, Hugo. Hugamos. Hugamo. Um, but the costume designer here was like, so we didn't want... We wanted a modern take on her, but we didn't want her in a full head-to-toe bodysuit. We wanted to show as much skin as possible while also Ew. giving her enough coverage to be a warrior. And Ew. I would just like to say, you fucking failed. The, 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 her arms are exposed. Her arms, her back, her her stomach, most of her legs, her entire chest. She's wearing a bra and leather pants. Yeah, like, that's not... And leather pants that are cut out on the ass, too. Like, there's no coverage here. Not a single bit. Sharon Tate was able to stab her through one of these big-ass holes on her leg because there are big-ass holes on her legs. Like, she's not a warrior. My note says, The Catwoman costume designer saying they gave her enough coverage to be a warrior is bullshit. The biggest male bullshit ever. Watching Halle Berry do her own stunts... Okay, that's the second one. But, like... It, it it really it really pissed me off because then they said the thing about the paws and that's why they put yeah. her in in peep toe heels. You can see her fucking feet. You can see her dude, fucking toes. In dude, what fighting in in you, heels? You, she's she's doing acrobats on roofs. She's walking on poles in heels and in peep toe heels especially. Yeah, yeah. I hate peep toe heels. No, because they're they're awful. They're awful. They're they awful. shove your toes in a weird place. But it's like. 
they wanted her to be sexy. They didn't give a shit about her fighting. No. They didn't give a single shit shit. about her character. You know what they wanted? They wanted a sex symbol. And you know what? They kind of got it because this movie sucks. Yeah. I love this movie because I'm trash and I stand Halle Berry and I think she did her best with what was given to her. Especially. Especially fighting her own stunts. My last note says watching Halle Berry do her own stunts is breathtaking and I am even more gay. Because then she's like smiling and laughing afterwards. And I'm like, dude, I would be like out of breath and crying. And Halle Berry's there just being Halle Berry. Halle Berry, reach out. Halle Berry even... Halle Berry is the redeeming part of this movie. Halle Berry and watching Alex Borstein not play type. Which is great. Which is great. It made me uncomfortable, but it's great. Mm -hmm. So, fuck the director. Fuck the director. Fuck, fuck the, the costume, costume designer, or at least the costume head, because he's the one who did this shit to her. Uh, why did they do that to Frances Conroy? Why did they give her shitty soul expository lines? She has no character other than expects exposition, and that's men in academia, dear. Yeah, we know. We be knowing. Um, yeah, it, it's literally... Uh, this concept was so cool. This is such a cool movie, and I really liked it as a kid because I'm like, yeah, she's fighting for women and blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I didn't know I was gay, so whatever. But, like, it is a cool concept because, yeah. especially with beauty, what it is right now and all these fucking fake-ass YouTubers fighting each other and get, making millions off of it. Like, beauty is such a social thing and such a thing that everyone pays attention to all the time that having a company outright scamming you like this, which many do, by the way... Uh, and having this anti-hero fight them is fantastic. And I think that's such a cool concept. I just think the writing needs to be better. You needed to solidify more the location. You need to get a better costume designer and a better director and female both. Okay. Female costume designers and directors. Let's start there. And like, I'm mad. I can tell. I'm mad because this is a movie I love. And it's my favorite thing to say is my favorite joke is to say like, oh, my favorite superhero movies Halle Berry and Catwoman and also see watched, people's reactions just see people's reactions especially those who love superheroes because they hate when I say that because it's such a bad movie and I know it's a bad movie I but love that's it that's what's fun about it yeah it, that's what's fun about it but also um don't ever put me in a room with these this is costume designer and director because um I'll throw hands because yeah because uh, I won't be responsible for anything I do to them and that's Grab Bag Podcast. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, let me pull up our socials because I never forget. What, or I never remember what they are. I never forget. Yeah. Oh, never forgets. Oh, where oh. are? Oh, oh, there they are. Oh. Okay. So uh, <laughs> follow our Instagram. Hopefully we can get to 300 followers. That'd be cool. That'd be neat. Maybe be if all neat. y'all listened. Uh, I was looking at our listener data today on Spotify. Uh, mm-hmm. Apple wouldn't load. But I was, our, I was watching our listener data and I was like, this is not reflected in the amount of followers we have. AKA, if all of our followers would listen, we'd have way more listens. Um, but anyway. we thank all y'all. Yeah, so uh, thank you. Share us with your friends. Our Instagram is grabbagpod. Twitter is grabbagpodcast. I am Ray Robbins on uh, Insta and Marley's Theater Geek 224 on Insta. Um, And that's cool. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.